What's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to The Bitter Jury. We are missing our fearless leader this evening. So you got Charles here who's going to start things off. If you are tuning in to us for the first time, and hopefully you are not, you know that we are going to rant and rave about all things going on in the Big Brother house. Some of it good. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we disagree. But all in all, we just like to talk shit, and we like to have a drink in hand while that happens. And we are ready for tonight. Uh, we're hoping that Daniel does hop on later tonight. So we're going to start out a little differently. But before we get going, Sarah, what do you think about the week that we just had as an overall without going um, into too much detail before we get going? Just tell me how you feel about how the night's going to go. Well, um, I'm wearing black tonight. <laughs> all black so if that tells you how i feel you'll learn more so, later so so this is your mode uh following the charles darkness from mm -hmm. last week i am currently in a grieving state and um i will uh i i, I, I will get back to that later okay that's fair that's fair richard what about you i see your light is still on so are you liking what happened this week um, I'll accept the fact that my team is still intact. Sorry, Sarah. Um, you know, thank you, Felicia, for keeping me alive. Maybe I can beat Pooch so we can hold something else over him as well. Um, <laughs> so no, good week, dramatic week, fun week. I'm ready to talk about it. Love it. So again, while we're waiting on Daniel to hopefully join us, we're going to start out with just talking about some of the funny things that went on, because I think even in spite of the drama, we got to see, um, especially as a result of the veto competition, a lot of punishments, some funny shit happening. Uh, we got to see some more romancing, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> um, I can't really. Protein. Think of oh, gosh, don't make me puke. Um, but yeah, we want to talk about those things. So I'll let uh, Sarah, Richard, whoever wants to go, I guess maybe we can start with the veto um, since some punishments came from that. And let's get going. All right. Well, uh, the veto competition. I'm trying to think back on it. Oh, my God. It was a spinning freaking chair. Okay, let's rewind because the video competition was based off of the new show called Buddy Games, hosted by Josh Dumas. Um, and uh, it it is not a show I'll be tuning into, um, but it is something <laughs> I that... I like the honesty. That... That looks listen, uh, we're not under contract by CBS. We don't need no. to we don't need to I big up it. it. <laughs> Anyways, um Josh Jamal came on the show to host. Uh and we watched all the BB players play the um notorious competition of the punishment prize, where whoever gets out takes a punishment or prize, the next person gets a trade um, or keep their prize. Um, and this chair, hmm. <laughs> uh, this chair was something else. All the spinning that was going on. I actually cannot believe production was even passed to do as many rounds as they did. 
you would think that after so long, someone's brain would just actually scramble. (laughs) But we did see Miss Felicia hit the ground a couple of times, which was not, 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 not the best moment for her. Thank you for bringing that up. And I'll, I'll interrupt really quickly. I, you probably can't see it because my notes from this week were super sloppy. I have not laughed in so long for the, like, I haven't laughed that hard in so long. And I felt maybe for like five seconds, a little guilty when she hit the ground. But then I just immediately started laughing again after her dramatic, I'm hot. I'm hot. Oh my gosh. I'm so hot. No joke. Even watching her get out of the chair after it's fun. Like I just couldn't control myself. Anyway, I I just had to. I I thought, I thought her, her sleep singing was funnier or at least. Not just that, but what, what, but what Big Brother Twitter decided to do with it. I mean, the sleep singing is pretty fucking hilarious, but I guess maybe because I saw the, like, the sleep singing was sleeping, and this was a comp, so it was something that she was actually trying to do and <laughs> failed. So um, it, it was quite poor Miss Felicia seeing her hit I that know, ground. I know, love her heart, but it was funny. Hmm, I bet she had some bruises walking away from that competition. <laughs> Sorry, well, Charles. If you if you know we're talking about this, why would you take a drink of anything? I know. Really? I wasn't expecting that comment. Sarah's <laughs> comment just caught me off guard. It was, it was good. I'm making Charles spit out his beer. People. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, Sarah, continue. So we got to see people spin their asses off and uh, round after round after round, <laughs> we watched as they all threw a ball, tried to get their numbers up. Um, I don't remember exactly what order it went in, but I remember that Izzy was out first, which was a really big bummer for her. Um, Exciting I- for me. I think that she expected more from herself during that competition. And I think she could have given more too. I think that she just didn't have a lucky hand, lucky hand on that one. But then I would say, what, who was it next? Was it Cameron that left second during this competition? Stole the veto right out of Izzy's hands. Yeah, it was pretty early. No, and I, this is going to jump around a little bit, but you kind of touched on something that I was going to bring up anyway, because you used, I think you used the word lucky, right? And we kind of talked earlier this season about some of the comps that people just get lucky and win. Jared winning this competition for me, I'll kind of jump ahead. You all know how much I despise him. So you can imagine how hard I rolled my eyes. I think I actually gave myself a headache at one point where he was literally handed the comp because no one else took it, even though he didn't win. So he won because he didn't win. Like that just bothered the shit out of me. So anyway, as, as I talk about that though, Richard, because I feel like you probably have a lot to say, like, how do you feel about that? And maybe as we go through this too, you fill us in on what happened in between Izzy and getting us to Jared. 
Well, you know what? I'll give cre- I give credit where it's due. Charles, damn, you were right about not liking Jared. Damn, <laughs> damn, damn, damn. I hope that I can at least convince you that Corey ain't that bad. Or maybe, you know, I was right about that one and you can give me at least that much. Um, I don't I don't need you to like him. I just need you to not hate him. Um, I, I, I like Corey. I'll give you that. But 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 Jared. Hmm. Hmm. Honestly, <laughs> one of my favorite texts. And this is, I guess, a recurrent thing is where I like read off text and crap. One of my favorite texts was, was it our group chat or was it my other group chat? It was like, Sari is genuinely going to spank this kid. Was that, was that Westall? Di- I think was, that was ours. That was, yeah, it was, was that ours. Us? Yeah. I was laughing really hard at that one because I was like, it's, it's going to mm. happen. Like, Sari better, she keeps saving him. And I'm like, at some point, you got to know when dead weight is dead weight. Like, what are we doing here, people? Like, God, he's, he's like a fish out of water. He's so dumb. He's so dumb. He's so okay, dumb. Nobody yeah. caught my fish out of water joke there. When the, yes, yes, I did. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I just had to make sure that that was heard. It was hard. Jared Jared <laughs> no, is definitely I'm... struggling in the house. And I definitely want to get to a lot more on Jared because I have a lot to say about Jared. But First, I want to talk about Matt's decision of picking to hang out with Josh Jumal instead of $5,000 a European vacation or the veto. He thought it was real. The poor thing. uh, And for anybody who didn't watch or isn't caught up, that was one of the, what everyone but Matt knew to be a punishment was to take selfies with Josh Dumel. What was it? Was that a 48 hour or was that for the, I don't remember the exact time frame. Do you remember Richard or Sarah? Cause you both take drinks. That's what Whatever it was. It, you know, I don't know. All I know is he was how evicted many times, today. How many times do they actually do nice things? Like I'm trying to think to the last time they, Oh, didn't they take someone out to like some movie premiere or some crap? Yeah. Like, what was that it? That was wild. They've taken people to oh, a concert Oh, that was Big Brother before. 17. Yeah. That was, they took, like, of, of because, of, of course, Frankie Grande got to be part of it. Um, uh-huh. He took the house guests out or some crap. That was, like, the last time I remember, like, them actually doing something genuinely nice that involved, like, anything famous or anything, like, fun like that. Now, why would you think that was real and you could have just guaranteed yourself a nice vacation? Like I know again, take the fucking veto. Take the which, money, you know, take the yeah, money. Like, I'm pretty sure. Video, but... I'm pretty nah, sure Matt Matt's... didn't need that veto. Matt no. did not need that veto. It would have been so bad for him to have that veto. Like it, there's no win. You you take someone off. Now you're drawing lines. You leave them both up. Now you're drawing lines. It's not a good veto for him to win. Good point. Good point. Uh... Just take the money and run. You're our safe. Buddy, Take the money and run. Our buddy Daniel texted and said that he will be on shortly, so this is going to work out well. Um, there were a couple other punishments dealt during this veto. Oh, we gosh. had Izzy. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like pig buddies or mm. pigs in a blanket. I'm just making up shit at this point. But basically, she had to choose a friend to spend the entire week in pig costumes and of course, she chose everyone's favorite, Cameron. Um, 
in our group text, there were a couple of funny uh, pictures going on of Cameron in the house with his paid costume. Um, and then what else did we have? There was one other, the kayak. Oh, yeah. Was that buddies. Felicia and Sari? Yeah. 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 Um, Richard, tell us about that one. I mean, simple as Felicia and Sari had to, what, what was it? They had to wear a kayak, like kayaking outfit, like the vest and the helmet and all that. And then what was it? They have to, because I'm not clear on I don't remember. I they mean, had to like row every. Yeah, they had to row every. Yeah. yeah. And they could dock if they both agreed to get out. But as soon as they moved somewhere, they had to put it back on. It. I would not, truthfully, I would not have wanted to do that at all it but it you feels know, like the um, it feels all... like the adam and eve one yeah well, yeah, say so we inevitably always have the one where people are tethered and you have to go everywhere um the kayak especially seemed very difficult to get around the house in yeah. like extremely difficult especially for two women like sari and felicia who are are just trying to survive as it is. And And then you give a kayak to him. And Sari had no time to talk any game before the veto was used to Jared. No time at all. Basically, Sari's game was cut off for the 48 hours that she had that kayak on. And then with Izzy and Cameron, when Izzy originally chose Cameron, she did not know that she was going to be the only person that wouldn't be viable to play in the next Power of Veto. That was found out later, which is why they clarified it in the DR room. And she says, then I won't be eligible to play the Power of Veto. If she had known that, she probably wouldn't have. I mean, maybe she would have put Cameron from the start just out of spite because that's who she is. But it does stink looking back now, thinking that that was all for nothing. So, very good point, you know. And I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah. didn't, didn't Sari at one point say that she would rather be stuck on the island? <laughs> oh, she did, did she? Uh, she I did. Feel like I missed she that. Said that. She said that to Felicia. I could have sworn at some point she said that she'd rather be stuck on the island right now, which I find to be funny. But I'm also like. Is that just Stockholm syndrome because she's played four times? Right. Like, you know, I almost, I, I, I almost like believe her that she'd rather be alone on Survivor. Yeah, but on Survivor, you're not even all alone. These crazy people. You're not even alone though on Survivor because you're stuck on the same. Ca- like, actually, you're probably closer because at least in Big Brother, you could go to a different room, but like on Survivor. Mm-hmm. It's just an island, and like if you're not you go behind a tree. The big, the big issue with Survivor, <laughs> I will say, the big issue with trying to hide in Survivor is that if you're not at the camp, they think you're searching for an idol, and you become a target. Oh yeah. So like, you could go out into the ocean because that's in the middle of goddamn nowhere, but then people think you're playing. You're like talking game. You could go for a walk on the beach. Guess what? People think you're playing. You know, you're you're talking game. Whatever it is, if you're not at the at the camp where like the shelter and the fire is, they think you're just playing game. Now you become a target. So like the only way it works is like there's there's like legit alibis where they go like I'm getting water or some crap. I don't know. I talk too much Survivor for a Big Brother podcast, but you know, <laughs> hey, that's where we're gonna get the plugs where CBS will want us. Um, 
Anyway, let's keep going. The only other things that I wanted to bring up that are kind of off-game game were the introduction of the toxic meter, which we saw <laughs> this week. Um, again, for anybody who didn't see that, like a meter got placed over the bathroom so that anytime anybody went in, it gave them a rating from 1 to 10. And if anybody got a 10, then the entire house had to wear gas masks. <laughs> okay. Shoot it straight. Do you feel like the people that got a 10 were actually taking a shit or was Big Brother just picking on them? No. In no way do I believe that they all deserve 10s. I'm pretty sure Sri <laughs> even said that she like just went in there... She- she was like, I'm going to pee, you know, and she came out, oh, sorry, you've hit a 10. Everyone put on your gas mask. I think if that were me, I'd be like questioning my position on the show. Like, <laughs> Why am I here? What am I doing? Was that was that when they said, was, I'm trying to remember when Sari said that she'd rather be on the goddamn island because that's. <laughs> it's pretty close. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. you knew I... you. You should have known they were just going to do it to like. I mean, you also knew they were going to make someone do it at like a ridiculous time. You knew this was kind of going to happen. They always, with these punishments, pick the most un- like inopportune times to use it. That's the whole damn point. I <laughs> see. I do feel as if they threw out some tens just to be funny. But on the flip side of that, I mean, Everybody knows the extent of the time that you're going to the bathroom, too. It's not like you're going into a complete separate area. I feel as if psychologically, if I'm going in and I want, I'm going to use reverse psychology, right? Like, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go pee real quick and I'm going to take the longest pee, but I'm going to like, shit as quickly as i can so that i can get out of there like so i was i don't know i probably overthought this but i was just like oh yeah all these people are all of a sudden on top of having to announce that they're going into the bathroom anyway are like okay well i'm going to pee are you really going to pee are you just trying to mask so that when you get a tan on the meter that people just don't think that you are the reason that they had to wear gas masks well, if I'm the not- toxic meter is about stink, can we put it in the HOH room next week? Not to get too far ew, ahead of ourselves, but like, ew, ew, ew. we just... <laughs> ew. Oh my gosh, dude. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I know people don't like vomit noises, but... You know, I don't <laughs> think that they probably have like a literal, you know, stink meter in the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, because that shit would have hit a thousand next week in the HOH room, but you know, that's that's for a later topic. We're gonna get there. Oh man, hold it in, Charles. Hold it in. Keep it together. together. So we're gonna move on. (laughs) The final punishment was Matt, obviously, with Josh Jamal. Richard, do you want to explain what happened? Did we not already? With the cutout? No, we did not. We brought it up, but I don't think we we fully talked about what he actually. I'll I'll, I'll let y'all take the reins. I'm going to be talking a lot a lot later, so I'm going to let y'all. 
We'll give it in a nutshell. Basically, he Matt did not get to hang out with the real Josh Dumel. He had to walk around with a life-size cutout everywhere that he went, and he had to take unannounced selfies. Well, I guess they were announced, but um, selfies without warning in yeah. various locations, post them to a wall, um, and basically look like a creeper, which he even said. It's like, I'm sure, if, I'm sure that there's some girl in the world who probably has a wall like this of images that she put like her boyfriend's body on Josh's face and something weird. Um, Cause that, I don't know. The wall was kind of creepy. Um, excuse me. Anyway. But... <laughs> it's dark. That is pure dark. Hey, I'm in a dark mood today. So, um, <laughs> and, and, I just can't wait to talk about this week. So I think outside of that, and hopefully Daniel will be hopping on soon, but I think it's time for us to start the deep dive of bullshittery and awesomeness and arguments and why Sarah's in all black (laughs) and why we may not get Richard to stop talking once he starts tonight. I can't fucking... (laughs) I told Daniel earlier that I think us being in black and darkness is going to be a trend that just, that's what's going to skyrocket us for sure. So who wants to start? Again, we're in the middle. Where does one even start? I know. There's too much. We start with a drink. We start with a drink. Cheers to that. And we're in the middle of Cameron's HOH. Felicia and Izzy are his noms. Jared's the veto winner. So let's start here. Jared wins veto. Talk about what his decision is and if you think that it was the right decision. Wow, I saw the eye roll in the darkness. (laughs) That's the point. That's that's pretty fucking bad. There's enough light so you can see the, the facial expressions. That's pretty fucking bad. But yes, Jared wins the veto. Jared and Cam are talking about what's going on. I'll kind of set it up here too. Cam, obviously unknowing that Jared and Sari are related, really wants Jared to use it so that he can put Sari up as a replacement knob. Let's start there. Sarah, I feel like you are... Oh, I can't wait. I love when... I truthfully love when Sarah gets into this. So let's go. <laughs> so um (laughs) the sigh the sigh it speaks volumes this week was basically the cameron jared ego boost show um it was a lot of jared and cameron making people feel uncomfortable and then egging each other on to make more people feel uncomfortable Now, if you've ever thought about playing the Big Brother game, this is not a good strategic move for you. Pitting people against you is actually the opposite effect that you want to have on a seven-person jury. Cam might promise you his vote, which we'll get into later, but there are going to be six other jurors that hate you because of all the things that you have said. I cannot even scratch the surface 
What are you laughing at? With how many apologies Jared is going to need to make when he walks out of this house, beginning with America and Matt. Oh, I thought you were going to say America full stop as in the fucking country, but. America full stop. Full stop. With America and Cameron and his creepy tactics. But maybe we'll get to that later as well. I, I okay. I, if I can, I want to take things back to like a game level before we dive into like how much we hate this man. Oh my I gosh. think if you're looking at it from a game perspective, Jared, for context, chose not to use the veto, and I think that is the best decision for his game. Not only just on account of you know Sari being his mom. Let's forget that. Let's pretend from Cam's perspective. Like, I'll, I pretty much said it earlier. There's no right move for him here. Like, if you play on either one, you draw a line and kind of tick off the other. If you don't use the veto, like, the same goes for Jared as it went for Matt or anyone else winning this veto. The only people that could win this veto and not change their place in this house were either Cam, Izzy, or Felicia. Because they they have the right, like Cam keeping the noms or changing or whatever. Izzy would have taken herself down. Felicia would have taken herself down. Those are, you know, that's kind of as expected. But it's not good for anyone else to win that veto just because they're in a good spot. For for Jared, I'm using air quotes. Um, but in terms of, you know, what's the right decision? There is no right decision for him whatever he does is going to screw something up. So he did technically make the best decision yeah. with the veto. Obviously his it's, mom it's being the, on the block yeah. is just not an option for him. Yeah. The lesser of the lesser of evils. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. And I can't believe that we're all in agreement that Jared actually made a good decision. Um, Jared is does he, not make like okay. Here's the thing: he doesn't, that, and that's weird to J- say. Like Jared I, doesn't he, make he made awful a decision. Okay, <laughs> Jared doesn't make the worst the worst decisions. Sometimes, most of the time, whatever you want to call it, it's just a matter of we don't like him as a person. Which is when you separate. I remember, like I I loved using this analogy after I heard it when Davon said, "There's Paul the player and Paul the person." It's kind of brought up that conversation of the separation of like the person versus the player. Does the player do a good job? The person is the person, you know? So we, we hate Jared, the person right now, but like you can't necessarily hate Jared, the player because Jared, the player has made for the most part, the right decisions for his game for the most part. There have been some mistakes. I, I don't agree, like but... Jared, the player. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah, I don't, don't like okay, Jared, hold, the hold, hold. I'm oh, going to pull a Cameron. There's a difference between like. Hold on, hold on, Richard. Richard, hold on. This is me touching no, your shoulder oh, to God, put you damn. into a no, calm state. No, no, I'm going to I close this laptop you, down. I need, I need you to realize that what you're saying is completely wrong because you don't know what you're talking about. And I need you to realize that. <laughs> cheers, cheers, my friend. Anyway. If, Jer- if Jared was doing anything right for his game, 
he would close his mouth for a few minutes and listen to the people around him because he talks over everyone. He talks over everyone. And he makes he he makes most people in the house feel small. Most people in the house feel small. Um, oh no, sorry, my uh laptop's trying to get an update. Um <laughs> great timing. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it 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 is a struggle to see him at a point where it seems as if he may not have been ready for reality television in this state of his maturity. I do believe that Jared as a, you know, 30 year old is going to be different than probably the Jared that we're seeing today. But I think that like, especially when you're going on a reality television show, it's really important to also gauge your maturity level um, and how well you're going to do on the show. This is going to carry with you forever. The fact that you use the R word is going to carry with you forever. There are things that you can't erase once they're on national live television and people watch you 24 seven. He does not grasp that concept that people watch him 24 seven. It's clear that he doesn't grasp that concept when he's confused that he didn't get a letter from his previous girlfriend on his <laughs> HOH. So I think he's made some severely poor moves, especially with what happened yesterday, which we'll get into um, obviously more. He just, his self-control meter is struggling a little bit. But I think okay, what I what I'm what I was saying was in terms of the decisions that he's made with game moves in terms of using vetoes, aligning with people in right. terms of that, he's ma- majority, not always, but majority made the right decisions for himself. When he opens his mouth, that's a whole different thing that we're gonna get yeah. into later. I don't agree with that. But like in terms of like when to use vetoes, who to put up, da-da-da-da, those have been the right decisions for his game in terms of where his mouth almighty has put him. So I guess I mean, <laughs> okay. So and, and we can, re- we can ask, keep though. moving, but like, and I look at that as, and I've said this since day one too, like his decisions aren't his decisions. They're Cerise's yeah. decisions. True. So like him making a game move, like somebody saying that to me is just a mute a moot point because it's like he has literally done nothing. Like he won he could have won out actually won an HOH, but he was too much of a fucking dumbass and just jumped the gun and didn't win the HOH. Then guess what? He wins a fucking luck like he's just getting lucky with shit and then Mama Sari is literally telling him what to do. So I'm like, dude, you're literally useless as a player. And a human being. Hopefully he can come on at some point and redeem himself with us, but probably I'm probably gonna sit in darkness on that one. Um I, I think <laughs> I think that Survivor would have been a much better show for him, honestly. I think it would have been a better show for him. Genuinely. It's, it's, kind a, of shorter, what he was trained it's a shorter for. time period. That's uh, true. I mean, okay, point, it's a shorter Sarah. time period, quicker decisions. Um, not like the, kind of like the format is different while still keeping that social aspect. Um, and uh, this is going to sound real controversial, but I'm going to preface and allow myself to explain myself. 
you can hide your stupidity behind editing. Okay? Because there ain't no cameras in those trees. Okay? There's no live feeds. You can hide behind the editing, which is good for you in terms of, like, saying stupid shit like he does. But you don't grow from it. And at least here, the positive here is that he's going to grow from it. I would love, Wesoff, if you could turn on your camera. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> I love it. And he is coming on at such a great time. So this is going to be awesome. Um, I love that sign. You know, I got to I gotta text my, my congratulations to Gruskin. <laughs> <laughs> As we're there waiting is. on it. Oh, there he is. Welcome. 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 Oh. Oh no, it's brighter than I expected. Shoot, hold on. This, this reflects <laughs> I was going to say, I thought in. you were supposed to be in the dark too. What, I was. I, my my Zoom Safari I... window made me bright. How, but I am, now, this how is have, my current mood. How have we gotten to a point where the man that started this whole idea is the only one of us that is not in darkness? Because <laughs> truthfully, and we haven't gotten this far into it at this point, like one i'm happy that izzy's gone so yeah i'm gonna soak up the light for that um and we just kind of jumped ahead a little bit but two finally people are playing the fucking game and going against team Suri. so i live for that shit and yeah out of the darkness and into the light here i come um daniel we have just started talking about getting to jared winning veto i.e. not winning veto because he just got it handed to him like he does all things and how we agree that in spite of what we feel about him he made the best move in using it and so now and not you and not using it excuse me and now now that you're on we'll let you start the conversation about obviously miss felicia was initially the target and things started to change very rapidly and aggressively in the house. And I think this is where, um, again, truthfully, I'm probably going to be more, most excited about Sarah um, and what she has to say. Because I, I, I don't know, Daniel, you missed it, but I said that I love when Sarah gets angry. It, um, it, it gets me <laughs> well, going. I'm just, I'm just glad that she's a co-host now because you and I used to do these podcasts and then Sarah would text me the next day like, you have no idea the things I would be saying on this podcast. <laughs> and now she does. <laughs> So no, all right, Daniel. So welcome, and yeah, get started. Let's talk about. uh, Like I said, let's talk about Jared not using the veto and everything that happened since. Yeah, well, guys, thanks for uh, picking up the uh, baton as I was a little preoccupied with some tennis. So um, shout yeah, shout out to the uh, Oklahoma Tennis Foundation Open. Yeah, in Edmond, Oklahoma, Kruskin's out there doing some crab boils and some world team tennis stuff. So, but my mind has been on Big Brother for the past, I don't know, thirty six hours. That uh, the the pre eviction episode drama that we were all texting through, I like am still recovering. So, I like felt emotionally exhausted at the end of the day. The way Corey felt, like I actually felt a little bit of that inside. Or sorry, the way he looked. Uh, but yeah, so we're talking about uh, rewinding a little bit the Jared winning the veto but not using it. Um, I, 
you know, it was my opinion until I saw, I watched some, because uh, I, I couldn't watch the tennis the whole time. I was watching some other uh, Izzy post-game interviews on my side screen. And I watched Derek and Cody's interview with Izzy. And they made a really interesting point because I was sort of of the opinion that the initial nominations by Cameron of uh, Izzy and Felicia were wrong. Like it should have been Suri and, and uh, Izzy. And then that way you made sure you got one, but now it still worked out for him because as he went, uh, but they were making the point and I thought it was super interesting, but that like, no, this was the smartest move because this forced Suri to publicly make a choice. She yep. made that choice. It was Izzy and then Izzy still left. And now it's fractured that relationship with Felicia. So I just yeah. thought that that was really interesting to just see a different perspective than what my initial gut said. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Sarah. I know you got some thoughts. No, I mean, what, what you said makes, it makes more sense with what Cameron was saying with, you know, you don't take the, you don't take the main, you take the, you don't take the snake. You just take the arms of the snake. Cameron, there's no arms of a snake, honey, <laughs> honey, please. So, said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that. But <laughs> it does. It does make it does make a little bit more sense, though, as you say that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was that was my thought even before he kind of explained himself, too, because, again, obviously, we see a lot more than they do as far as, you know, some of the side conversations and whatnot. But, you know, it's easy for us to sit here and know that Sari is kind of orchestrating everything. Again, force her to show her hand, put her in a vulnerable spot. Because again, if you put her on in the first place, if, you know, again, Jared won the veto, if all of that still played out the same, she's immediately coming down and then somebody else is going up who quite frankly would possibly still keep both of her people in the house so why not put her number i guess three and four because you have to put them after jared of course but now put up the people that she is so tightly aligned with and literally force one of them out and force her to make a decision i think it was great yeah well we are talking about cameron here though who thought until like tuesday night that jared was on his team so <laughs> If I, if I can, because I, I know I sent it to our group chat, but I, you know, I also told Sarah that I'd say it actually like for real on the pod. Um, if I'm sorry, the smartest vote is Izzy. And then you play and then you rally your troops, make it seem like this move was your idea. The Cameron was just the, the genius that put him up on the block. And then you kind of say, like, this was my big move. Like, it's not even freaking Jerry. And I sent home my, like, my closest ally besides my own damn son. Then you drag, now knowing, which we have, which we have to even get to the, the jury twist. Um, mm. Then drag Jared to final nine, cut him off like the dead weight he is. And say, I even cut off my own son to win this game. Steal Jer Jag and Matt before they can, you know, work with other people and run that final three to to the grave. Because I think they're also dumb enough. Well, not dumb, but like I also think that they're crazy enough to delude themselves that Sari is their number one, and that they will take. I think that there's a world where they each take Sari 
the final two individually. Hold on. I, Especially you, Matt. I do remember you texting that, but I was confused by it. You're saying that even I though- I think Suri's best move was to cut was to cut Izzy right now. It's not even jury, and I'm getting rid of my closest ally besides my own son. You rally the troops, and you get them to vote Izzy. You make them think. Like, Felicia's obviously going to be on board with it if you tell Felicia, because it's nah. not her. No. <laughs> nah. Um, nah. Well, but hold on. You, and you basically, and Matt and Jag should go along with the plan, because if Izzy goes, now Sari can prioritize them. And you I, I call dis- it a I disagree. big move. I disagree because it's like what, well, it's like if Cody had cut Derek. Jag, Jag like, will go along with anything, so I don't give him credit and, and or Matt whatever. And Matt probably would have liked Izzy to but go because he you're saying that you're saying that it, that Suri needed to plant the flag and say, "Look how great I am! I'm sending home my number one ally." Like that would just make Matt be like, "Oh, I thought I was really close to Izzy. Now, now there's like, I she might be a wild card and just throw me to the wolves next week." Like that would just make people more nervous. Fair, but I also think like <laughs> we're at a Ooh, point Daniel, also you made, in reality shows you made where Richard speechless. Ooh. I also I think just... we're, a, we're at a point. Yeah, you should have just where... pulled the camera and been like wrong. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. I've, I've already done that. Already did it. I've already done no, that. But I, also think, <laughs> I also think we're at a point with these reality shows where when you look at jury questioning, they always ask for a big move, sure. and. A winner, they look for a big move no. rather than a collection of smaller moves. No. Like, Sari's been the mastermind behind these small, minute moves. But where has been, like, that X factor, the stamp of, screw you all, I win. Like, where, like, they're going to, like, there are jury members that are going to look for that X factor. And not just a collection of small moves. Like, they but- want you to kick the queen without you know instead of like kick seven pawns like i'll say one thing sarah then i'll let you go i'll say i sort of am with you on that that you if you're not going to have someone in the jury house advocating on your behalf because the questioning on finale night is just like fake it's just fake now no one's mind is being changed in in that 10 minutes so if you don't have someone in that jury discussion episode slash just in the jury house explaining your game then i do think a big move or two is necessary so that you can kind of have that spark moment that people think of in that round table um but honestly if you're sari the best move is to have Jared or Izzy in that jury house being like, no, you don't understand. Sari did this to this, this, to this. So go on, Sarah. I just don't think there is ever a world where Sari would have verbally made it sound like Izzy was her target or she was taking the, the, the trophy home of why Izzy went home because we saw on that episode with the segment between Izzy and Sari how much Izzy means to Sari. So I just don't see a world in which it was going to ever be, the game was ever going to be big enough for Sari to just completely throw Izzy under the bus and say, oh, it was my move to send her home. Oh, and I, I agree, tw- but I saw- we're speaking hindsight being 2020. I'm saying if this was the start of the week and Cameron had just put them up, <laughs> sure. yeah, sure. then that's I'm just saying that's how if I'm Sari, that's how hmm. I would have played it. 
But Sarah, yeah. just to put an exclamation point on that about the way Suri felt about Izzy, I saw on Twitter today there was a clip of Suri walking past the video board and like reaching out to Izzy in her gray photo. I'm like, oh, she's going through some stuff right now. I'm devastated. Oh gosh. With that, uh, yeah. I mean, Izzy just I, you know. But to continue the conversation, it's and I still feel as if we've only grazed the surface of this week, so we probably need to to keep going, but. I'm kind of in between both sides of what you all have said. Like, Richard, I totally agree that Sari can totally take advantage of this, even if it wasn't her plan, right? Like, that's part of the game. It's adapting. It's using something to your advantage. She's a smart lady, whether that was her plan or not. Whether, you know, and I think Izzy is going to respect her enough because she's such a big player of the game. and she has even said herself like she doesn't have ill will toward anyone because she knows that people lie in the game like if i you know and this is where i'm going to agree with daniel like if i'm with somebody in the house i'm going to be that advocate for them if i make it to the jury and i'm going to say you just got lied to better by somebody else like why are you angry we can still be friends because at the end of the day if you're not my friend, if I'm going to win fucking $750,000, bye. I'll make new friends. Like, let's fucking move on. You weren't my friend before we came into here. I'll be okay with you not being my friend when I leave. Trust me, we, it'll be okay. This was like, also like, but Charles, to your point, like this was mm -hmm. also part of like what we were texting about like earlier this week where it was like, who, like you're playing a game of social deception. Like if you're not lying, yeah. are you really playing Keep the game? Ass out there. Like, yeah, the house. yeah, I think FBJ has not done crap. Mimi has barely done jack all. Like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, Anytime boy. I hear that name, I have to do that. Um, but it's not, it's not Bowie Jane. Stop saying Bowie Jane. It's FBJ. Okay. It's <laughs> FB goddamn J. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's take a little tidbit of a rewind though and we've already discussed obviously izzy got evicted let's talk about the crazy shit that even got me on the live feeds again this week in a group text for hours going on about what the fuck was going on and how we even i don't even want to say how we even got to the vote because i feel as if the vote got lost in translation at some point, but it on it, purpose. Yeah. Like what the fuck happened? So, um, go ahead. So basically <laughs> Matt and Jared were having a conversation and wasn't Matt trying to cover his ass because of things that maybe Jag had said that were were he was fearful of um anyways Corey and matt had had a conversation previously saying that they were going to inform jared on what was going to happen with the vote so that he wasn't completely blindsided when the vote came that's correct right yeah what ha oh sorry i i i've listened to the whole pod today uh as i was getting ready so i i got this portion pretty well they woke up and the first thing that happened, and we don't know because the cameras didn't show this portion, but Jared, they were all suspicious that maybe it was flipping. Just 
that's just the way the house is and like just you get vibes from people jared got lucky and guessed and it's not that hard to like blame jag for anything but he went up to matt and told matt hey i'm hearing from jag that you two are flipping and keeping felicia it was a complete lie a complete made-up thing but it was spot on and matt was like to himself he he was just like oh i'm not flipping what are you talking about but he was like oh my god he ran to Corey and was like jag ratted us out the two of them are like fuck jag like are you kidding me you tell america and that's why they were like all right well it sounds like the information's already out there maybe we should get ahead of it that's why Corey and matt were discussing should we tell jared because jag's already trying to get ahead of us go on right so uh, the conversation continues with uh, Matt and Jared and eventually Corey gets brought into the conversation. And this is when things get pretty heated. We were in a group text about this. I was at my kid's swim lesson with my AirPods in listening to Jared just say, fuck, 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 fuck. I Every fucking other fucking way, word. I was on my way to class and in class as this was going down. So... <laughs> Wow. It was crazy. The argument lasted for like what an hour and forty minutes, and by the time the feeds went off, it longer than even, that. That's how much it hadn't had even finished. Yeah. But basically, the main reason for the argument was that Corey and Matt wanted to keep everyone in the room, or Corey specifically wanted to keep everyone in the room long enough so that they had less time to flip the vote back to Felicia leaving. So although Corey was like so frustrated with everything that was going on, he was dragging it on and on and on and on and on so that they didn't loop back to the vote so that they couldn't go back and flip the vote back to Felicia right before eviction. So it was... um. It was something to see how uh, Jared was how Jared respects people just in general. Jared was so bad. Wait, wait. Sorry. Shut up. Shut up, Daniel. You and Sarah, let me talk. talk I swear to God, dude, if you don't let me talk right now, I swear you were supposed to be like, Daniel, take your tone down. Hey, take your tone down, everyone. I have calmed down. I have calmed down. Oh my gosh. And you don't get to yell at me for an hour. And then as soon as I yell back, you tell me to calm down. That was my favorite line from Corey. <laughs> yep. As Bravo Richard holds up Corey, the I love Corey. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Cheers I, to that. I'll say this. I was watching it and I like, I think I decided permanently that I can't play this game because just sitting at my computer, not even just watching that only, I was also doing work. So it was like a side thing. My, my blood pressure was through the roof i like forgot all the reasons why Corey should be confident and be like calling jared out i was like oh my god he's gonna lose this i was like freaking out but Corey did a very good job at at first it was a little rough jared was overpowering he's kind of loud he talks in circles a bit he like breaks that fourth wall and talks to the people in the room at specific times, but doesn't let them actually respond just kind of uses them as pawns so it's going up against a lot when you're Corey. Um, but he did, especially when he brought Jag in and they, my favorite part is when all morning long, Jared's running around making up this lie about Jag saying that Jag ratted, they bring Jag in and Corey's like, well, Jared told us Jag that you ratted us out this morning. And Jag's like, what? No, I didn't. 
and and Jared's like, oh well, that no, no I, I, that's what I told Matt. And then the worst part of the, the the morning, and I don't know if you all caught this, I didn't catch it, I just heard it on the recap. He tried to pawn off the lie and say that Matt misheard him, and Matt got real mad about him using his disability as like a cover for his lie, and is still mad like right now. So Jared just dug himself oh, a I deep hole. That. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was Matt was talking about it last night. It was just, it was bad. So, uh, yeah, basically, um, it was terrible. Um, Jared has not only dug himself a hole deep with uh, mentioning the R word, but he's also dug himself a hole deep with looking at Matt in the face during the argument and saying, you didn't, well, then clearly you didn't understand me, is what he said. He didn't say directly like misheard. He was it was like it was implied by saying like oh like you didn't understand me or like you it was he a mis- said, like, you didn't understand, you didn't understand me. Yeah. I mean it he was, was talking fast. It wasn't like it was it wasn't like a a, a direct like, whatever it was. A it was talk heavily fast, implied but, though, but he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. There's uh yeah. There's just a point where you just uh you just uh gotta realize that um. You're not the best person that you can be right now. And you maybe need to work on yourself a little bit. A little quick, bit. Quick question before we continue. Whose team is Jared on again? Damn. No, no, no. I, I I don't I didn't quite see the finger that you put up there. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay, Richard. Just just had to make sure there. Okay. We we I can took Jared. Now. I took Jared because Pooch stole uh Corey from me and um for those that are listening to the audio version, what um what Charles was agreeing with earlier was because I put up my phone and I wrote I love Corey on it. Like Corey has been my winner pick since the pre-game interviews, and it will remain that way. Um I have a prayer candle lit for Corey back there. But I have to say, like <laughs> we all good energy to Corey this week. He needs to survive. <laughs> I have to say it genuinely, even though he threw himself pretty much into the fire with this one. Corey played this conversation in this situation as good as he could. Like, A, like with what, you know, what I've explained, he did a very good job in, in achieving his goal of keeping the conversation until, you know, until the very end to keep that vote on Izzy. But B, it was just really entertaining because between our group chat, my other group chat, and then Twitter – the world is just loving the way Corey was checking Jared left and right. My favorite two back and forths were uh, Jared going, um, I lowered my voice. Now it's time for you to lower yours. And Corey going, after you just screamed the last 40 minutes, you're telling me to lower my voice. And the other one, this one was was probably hands down my favorite. Jared said, Matt, was I there for the naming of the seven deadly sins? And Corey responded, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Because genuinely, like, Jared made no sense. Why does the naming of an alliance mean that you were not a part of it? Or that if you've never met everyone in one room multiple times, it's not an alliance. Like, there are so many alliances never ever meet. Like, the whatever season 21 with Tyler and them that Alliance never met together, but they were so super strong. So he's just, yeah, he's a lot. He's just after a, a while. 
Theresa Reed join the conversation. If you had a bird's eye view, if you had a bird's eye view, then you would have known that if it were only Jared and Sari in that room, Jared would have got a spanking. Spanking. Well, and it's I don't crazy. Know if he would have gotten a spanking. He would have gotten his <laughs> ass beaten. Jared There's needs to thank spanking and an ass beating. But with that said, Jared needs to thank every god that exists that Suri entered that room because if she oh. hadn't, he the, not to the say energy not, level came down immediately. Not to say he's not public enemy number one, but he most definitely would have been. I mean, he's anyways he's up there right now, but like he's one or two right now. Yeah, yeah. But especially like, with we'll we'll get to um you know who later so I would like to talk about Corey's physical reaction during the live or yeah the live eviction episode you could tell just by looking at him that he was <laughs> very upset now if you didn't watch the feeds you probably were like why is he so straight faced because we're going to see this all on Sunday. Do you see that as upset? I saw it as just exhaustion. Like I just went to war and I like here I am. It's a mix because I don't yeah. think Corey expected Jared to be such a bully about it. I thought he expected it to be a conversation and just like, I'm just going to waste these people's time. But then Jared started going on the offensive and doubling back on his words and, and coming up with 20 different lies, which is really stupid because now you have to keep track of every lie that you've told. And like, I just think it's, it's both, but to Sarah's point, I think part of it is just being mad because I don't think he expected Jared to react the way that he did. Here's the thing, and I'm probably talking too much, and I will stop after this. I no, promise. Don't stop. But I wanted to say that with Corey and Jared in that argument, Corey was leading the argument on and on and on and on and on forever so that they couldn't flip the vote. That is very, very, very exhausting to have to continue on that argument when you do not want to be there. Okay, so while Corey is being drained of his energy, Jared, on the other hand, gets a high from shit like this. So Jared's going do 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 do, and Corey's going. So by the time by the time we get to the HOH competition, Jared's ready to win the Super Bowl, and Corey's ready to fall over dead. That's a no, great point. No, that's a good point. And like one of the things that I admired and actually kind of brought me to Corey's side was even in all of that, all these people are in the room. You know, you have Sari now, Jared, Corey, <laughs> Matt, um, Jack, Bowie. and I was purposely saying her last, but thank you. Um, but all these <laughs> players were in the room and then Bowie Jane. And like <laughs> Corey at multiple points throughout the the conversation, the argument, literally would say, "Hey, Richard, like this is a conversation that you and I need to have in private." Like he literally tried to rein things back in several times, and Jared just wouldn't let him do it. And so I agree with with you, 
I almost said Alex just because I looked at the name on the screen and I was like, but I agree oh. with you, Daniel and <laughs> Sarah. Like, I think he was genuinely drained. Like he tried checking Jared, but at the same time, like checking the situation and he just wasn't able to do it because Jared would not shut the fuck up. And it's like, I've said this and I'm going to be redundant. And I'm going to keep saying it until his ass is not on my TV screen anymore. But protein pump has fucking got to go because I can't deal with his shit. And I don't want to see him on my screen. Double eviction. Double eviction. I'm so I'd like to say, Charles, I'm so proud of you for making a protein joke. Thank you. I mean, I'm calling him protein pump for (laughs) as long as he's on here now. That's Listen, all he's good for. Some some people get revved up by confrontation, <laughs> and other people get drained from confrontation. So if you're gonna walk into a confrontation right before the next HOH, know which one of those people you are and know which one of those people you're walking into it with. Because I do think that as much of a yes, it was like. Izzy's on my roster, so I'm never going to say it was a good idea to send her home because I love her. (laughs) But I do understand the move. However, if you're going to get in a fire-on-fire argument before the eviction, I would definitely recommend you know who you're getting into it with. It was wild. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, I Also... I do wonder if Sari gave Jared the tip to be on the end of the HOH or if Jared knew himself that it was probably the smarter decision to be on one of the end seats for the HOH. You mean the wall? Yeah. I don't think anybody – I don't. I was under the impression that no one even knew that until this competition. It, what she's referring to is it looked like Jared had a side grip, which is why he was able to hold on so long. Oh. And also, apparently, that wall was more. The hand placements were tougher this year, so it was very height restrictive. That's why it looked difficult from the, the two minutes I saw. All the short people, Corey, America, Mimi, uh, they all fell pretty quickly because their high grips were too high and gave it made them f- too far away from the wall. The low ones, like, were impossible, and so it was like. And Matt was too tall, and it was like that middle section are the people who were going to be good at it. The, you know, Bowie's and uh, Jared's, and then Jared also had a side grip. So, hmm. so Jared basically now, had a handle that wasn't being like wasn't it, it wasn't being hit the whole time. Yeah. Hmm. Well, now that we're talking about that, so we've gotten Izzy out of the house. Um, but, got, wait, but wait, oh, but wait, oh, 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 but first, what she got but first, but I, first, I, I've got to talk about my girl Izzy. Oh gosh, Hold I on. do. Before we get to the HOH. She had some good moments there. Because I have never. Hang on. I I'm, I'm I can't wait to see what we're hanging on for. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Ladies and gents, ne- good night. I have never. I have never cried through an eviction. Like I cried. 
during Izzy's eviction last night. Never. Are you serious? Also for the never. Oh, God. But for, you for know the list. Wait, real quick. For the know? listeners, Sarah has a digital pair of glasses on to shield her crying eyes. <laughs> I was literally weeping. I was because oh I know how big of a super fan Izzy was walking into this show, honestly. And when you're a super fan walking into this show, it just it just hits different. You know what I mean? It does. And Izzy walking out of that house yesterday without an Izzy HOH, without an Izzy Vito, without so much more of Izzy, I was absolutely a Uh, what about that that final face they held on her before the commercial break after the interview okay i (laughs) broke down when julie chin came back on after the vote and izzy knew and you could tell she got choked up and people don't usually get choked up people are usually just mad and when she got choked up it was like let the waterworks fly there i was (laughs) weeping and from my CBS television of Big Brother, where people put on toxic masks and walk around with cardboard cutouts of Josh Schumal. And here I am <laughs> weeping at Izzy, who plays the flute on the side. And I love her and I don't know why. And I'm so devastated she's gone because Saria's her person. And I'm just a fly on the wall looking in. <laughs> I, I loved her. Um, I'll see you soon, Piggy to Cameron. That was pretty good. Oh, it, it was the best. It, it, it honestly was the best. And his classless Corey actually got in, into an argument with Cameron about Cameron calling Izzy classless walking out of the house, which was kind of funny. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved her comment. I loved everything about it. I was like, way to go, Izzy. I would love to meet her, honestly. Hey, Charles. fun! Uh, you, are you good, Charles? We've Charles uh, we've lost Charles. <laughs> this is this is, is Sarah's pitch to have why? Izzy I'm as our next black. big like. Wait, this is are Sarah's you pitch for Izzy to be our next like Big Brother alum guest? Wait, are we still recording right now? I thought we ended. I would with, love to uh, bring Izzy uh, on the show. Oh, I, oh, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm back. I'm sorry. I, so, actually, I'm I do have a fun. Here. I have a fun tidbit from a few of the interviews I watched with Izzy. She did say that one of her biggest mistakes in the game was telling Jared the as she walked in that first night that she knew who he was. She regretted doing that, and it set her Why? game. Because it set her game in a certain position she couldn't control. Like. She, she she did that spontaneously and then didn't get to think about how what are the repercussions of this. Like she now, was that jackrabbit. You know, we talked yeah. about that early on. Like she went into the house and was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't keep stealing. I'm going to do this. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that first like, week she was on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, shut and the fuck up. Maybe she says that was a wrong decision, but I think if she hadn't have gone that way, then her and Suri's relationship wouldn't be as it was during the whole time there either sure but she also may have walked away with seven hundred fifty thousand dollars and worked on a sere relationship later what he <laughs> so. said mm. okay sure izzy that. was literally miss friendship all goddamn season like miss miss oh we're gonna be the best of friends outside of this you except except to america gonna, like she <laughs> yeah well you well the thing is we know that izzy admires Sari as like you know 
the reality show legend that she is, and you know she would have, regardless of what would have happened in the game, she would have tried to, like, work on that relationship and be friends. The thing is, they probably still would have been friends, maybe not as close yeah. allies, but they would have been friends. But I will say, at the end of the day, I think uh, being Ceri's ally is simultaneously the biggest blessing this season and the biggest curse, because once they figure it out, look what happens. But at the same time, like, God knows, like, Izzy could have gone out earlier if it wasn't for Sari. You look at Izzy's paranoia in the first three weeks, the way she was scrambling around like a chicken with her head cut off. Like, she very well, like, Sari even wanted to kick her for a moment. So, like, who knows where her game would have gone if it wasn't for Sari. So, like, there's, there's always two ends to it. That's true. I guess I'm just glad she's gone. Um, I had to I had to leave the room so that Sarah could have her moment. Her moment. Um, hey, you know what? We all have our moments. That's why we're here. I wept. Here's, we. That's right. I wept when Nicole uh, Anthony was evicted. So I was like, uh, I'm gonna have to read about really? this podcast. You know, have I love Nicole. About- I'm a, no, I'm no, the biggest Nicole you. Anthony stand. I'm like oh, the only God. one. Yes, yes, you are. Um, but that being said, I do. Oh, y- yes, sir. Richard. I was. I just I, really. Why are we going mean, to be that formal about it? Why, I was going to say, like, I have to give Wes off credit. Nicole Anthony was very much so a bright spot in a very season. dark season. <laughs> yeah, like it was. A, it was Earn an cliff. awful season. So I completely understand the will to like Nicole Anthony. Charles, if you try to make an argument that 21 was a good season, that's a whole nother episode, brother, that we haven't even gotten to. Like, I, oh, I hate it. Probably. I just want to know how Charles disappears so quickly. He's on a couch. All I got to do is. Oh, wait, I'm back. I'm I'm not on a couch. I'm, I'm on my my chair, chair and a half, to be exact. Okay, I I'm, I'm, I'm on a chair. Um, I can literally just. But I still see I your face. I have a desk that's recruiting. I have a desk that's, we, that's like we, that's stopping we me. We still home. see your face. Not as easy for me. <laughs> but I was just turning a lot of lights off. Man, this has been fucking awesome. Um, all right, getting back on track though, we have Izzy out of the house, which excites me. Saddens <laughs> Sarah. Um, I did not get to watch the whole wall comp, and that's where we ended the episode on Thursday. So. I know you all watched get us to who ended up winning and then just go straight into um, did she make noms yet officially or have we I, seen that I knew you team? misunderstood it. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Blue did not win. Jared. Okay. Won. Okay. Because so I was very confused when you texted you go, what did Blue decide? And I was like, well, Blue wants to kick Jared out, but she's not in power. <laughs> Uh well, I just lost translation because at well, one point I was at work during the group text, and then I came back and there were like forty messages. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It's okay. Bowie Blue and Jared dropped within ten seconds of each other, so mm. it was like simultaneous. Um, uh, can go, can I quickly was yeah, off? I I never thought in my life I would be rooting for FBJ to win anything, but you know. God works in mysterious ways, you know. All right, going <laughs> Wait, off memory. Jane, work one. 
No. Anyway, I'll let no, you No, I said I was go. rooting. Oh. I said I was rooting for. All right. Off the top of my head, the way it went down, uh, Sari was the first one to fall. She fell about five minutes after the feeds came on. Um, also, my favorite part was Cameron had an ear uh, thing in, and, and production was giving him stupid one-liners to say, and you know he thought he was killing it, and it was so bad. Um <laughs> The I was whole actually time. Sarah's face. I know. The and whole time. I was so, like, okay, Cameron. Okay, Cameron. Well, and sometimes he'd have to repeat one because they didn't get it the right way. It was it was great. But um was Felicia lasted longer than I expected. She went like another five, ten minutes after Sari. Like a like through the wall went down like two, three more times before she fell. Uh, but then America was next. And the worst, I was just about to text our group chat. My money's on America because she hadn't moved. She hadn't regripped, kept it dry. Five seconds later, I was. I had my thumb on the button. She was gone. She felt splat. Yeah. She Did fell. you guys see that? It was splat. I was wow. like, oh, is she okay? Corey came right after. Uh, then Mimi. And then uh, Matt. So that was like short people all fell first. Then Matt came down. And then it was just like, it was just Bowie Jane versus, uh, there's, who am I missing in the middle there? That Did anything interesting happen there? Uh, McCall, Miko, did you say uh, her? No, maybe she fell like second. Okay. There's someone I'm forgetting, but it, it, was, it, it was like a 40 minute competition. It wasn't even that much of an endurance. They just like, constantly shot paints like every five minutes and when it wasn't paint being shot at you it was raining water they had meatballs flying down hitting you it was like i think my my um guess is that they paid all of their overtime for this season to the staff for the pressure cooker and so they're like this can't be over an hour we have to send people home <laughs> they've got vacation I, time. <laughs> I completely agree i had that same exact thought i was like production is not going to want to stay overnight for another competition they're going to make this hell yeah and they, well, they definitely didn't expect the the pressure cooker 2.0 to go as long as the original one did and it was what like just like a few minutes off yeah so three three minutes mm-hmm. off yeah, yeah it wasn't anything but yeah. So give me final three, final two, and then who ended up winning? Then? So final three, Bowie flew, flew, <laughs> Bowie, Blue, and and Jared, uh, and it was like simultaneous. Blue fell, and like before she even hit the ground, Bowie had also fallen, and then Jared was like shaking, and he fell like as soon as he saw he was last, he fell and like couldn't get up to his feet because his like legs were giving out. But, oh, uh, so there's Jared other reasons he probably couldn't walk, but you know. Yeah. No, I just say clarification. Jared he, actually won something. Yeah, he I'm wasn't really, gifted this one. He was. Did, he, wow. <laughs> did my did my win. did my joke get lost? <laughs> I, sure I did. Was, I was I was I was proud <laughs> of the joke. Kidding. I was proud of the joke. What <laughs> was it? Repeat you want to repeat it? it or repeat you want me to go back Richard. and listen on the pod? <laughs> Please repeat it. Shit, shit ain't funny the second time. <laughs> Daniel didn't hear it. I said, I said, there's a, there's, there's other reasons that uh, Jared couldn't, couldn't walk afterwards, but that's besides the point. Ooh, yikes! Well, I will say, I did hear <laughs> from the recap today. <laughs> I will say from the recap today that Blue is very upset with Jared. It is rocky in that uh, relationship right now, but she's going to play cool this week. Um, I need to quote. She spilled every bit of dirt she had on jared except for the mom secret 
to Jag, Matt, and America. Basically everything he's ever said about them, how he tried to pit them against each other. And so she came clean there. Now it's blue. Next week she'll probably be hooking up with him in the living room and if she, and putting up whoever he says to put up. So I have no faith she'll uh, stick with it. But hey. I mean, is he aware that she's throwing him no, under the bus or no? no? No, he's not that I, I know of. Yeah, but, I can't hey, find if the... she pulls off that move, then I will 100% be part of Team Kitty Kitty Purper. Oh, I can't. Uh, I can't you, find wait, the... first of all, you saying that I literally got chills. Like, it's <laughs> my body, it, it, it my made me feel like a little seized up on it. <laughs> I felt a little bit like Summer from BB Canada, Kitty Kitty Purper. <laughs> that was really okay. fucking weird. Um, so I couldn't find the exact quote, but I found someone that kind of paraphrased using the phrasing that she exactly used. Um, Blue looked at the uh, camera. Um, Blue is interested in how in seeing how he tries, he being Jared, obviously, tries to weasel his way out of this. She says, maybe I will give him a kiss tonight and profess my love. If he wants to play, game on. Yeah, I read that a few times to today and I didn't him. get it. Basically, the long story short is she wants to lull him into thinking that everything is like fucking rainbows and fucking what's it called and, and holding hands and saying kumbaya and like she wants to like make him feel safe and like, you know, do, you know, do like they do on the Discovery Channel and all that. And like, <laughs> you know, great quote, do all of that and like say that she loves him and whatever make him feel all safe and all you know good inside and then we'll see i have no faith and then just kick it, him to the curb but for now she's i think it. it's such a it's such a good move for her it's such a good move which is why she won't make it yep damn right yep what a fucking train wreck uh anyway this is, gosh this we is a fun have... week no, it's a fun week, and we've been talking for forever, and I'm sure we could keep going, but we should probably not drone on. But as we get ready to close, like everybody, let's just give closing remarks because I feel as if we all have them. I'll start, and we will let you, uh, just whoever speaks first. You all know, obviously, Daniel knows more than anyone. I love that he changed his name to Prayers for Corey. But <laughs> I am here for the fucking Big Brother drama. So, again, in all of my years watching, just because of, I think, the group text that we had going and you all telling me to hop on the feeds, it literally got me on the feeds and I was like, oh shit, they're arguing and they're yelling at each other and I fucking love this shit. Like, <laughs> bring me all of that shit, right? It also reminds me why I will never apply to go on there because I am much, I like, much too type A of a temper that one of two things would happen, as I said in the group, I would have snatched Jared's fucking cap off his head already and would have gotten immediately evicted because even though I'm skinny and a little man, I don't deal with fucking stupid people. Um, or two, I would have just walked out of the room and would not have participated in any of that conversation because I don't like talking to people who just don't listen. Um, but moving forward, truthfully, I think 
I said this a couple weeks ago. I'm going to put out my prediction. I still think that Matt is in a hella good for, like place right now. And he's not on my team. I see you dancing over there, Sarah. <laughs> you better dance because Izzy's gone. Yep, Izzy's gone. I'm going to remind you of that. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I'm... Matt is he's just looking good again he's not a target I mean a freaking Olympic athlete is not a target for anybody so kudos to him for doing his thing I like the new shades uh Sarah since you got the new specs on what's your closing remarks closing thoughts um Izzy you will be so missed. <laughs> she's already campaigning to come back, so she's trying. To, she's trying to get a written invite back. So missed, and no, Matt, and Matt, Matt, you carry on, brother. You carry on because he is going to bring this home for us. And I don't care what disgusting comments Jared says to him. Matt does get a little bit mad. He he is a little sensitive. I'm not going to lie. He is a little sensitive, you know, but when, when it counts, like, I, like, it completely makes sense why his feelings are hurt, you know? So uh, these aren't very good closing remarks, but um, it has been one hell of a week and it's about to be a hell of another. I'll, I'll let Richard go last because he looks like he's getting ready for a final <laughs> statement there in his silhouette but uh no i i'm a, i'm a little bit worried because i feel like we may have peaked yesterday like you don't get a lot of you don't get a lot of days like that uh on the live feeds like maybe twice a season um that was insane and i think if Corey goes this week it well it'll still be a good season but i think he's a he's the engine of this uh, of the other side of the house. And if we lose the engine, I'm worried what happens to all the pieces. So for real prayers for Corey. Um, but man, I like him still buzzing from yesterday. Like that was, that was so much fun. Like best feeds I've seen in a while. Day, shout out day 44, same day that happened with uh, that dreaded season with the Jacksons. And, and oh yeah, that was day 44 is when they all got in a fight too. So um, circle your calendars going forward. This must be the point in the season when you've been in the house so long, it just breaks you. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad that we have shooken up the board and who knows where it goes from here. Um, because it was a steamrolled to a Jared, Izzy, and Sari finish. And now I couldn't tell you who's going to be there. So that's what makes it fun. Oh, gosh. Drum roll as Richard re-enters the conversation. My Celsius is doing some heavy lifting right now. Um, <laughs> this is not a paid advert for Celsius, but, man, it's doing some really heavy lifting right now. Um, no, I'm just... I'm just so so over. It. I'm so happy that that happened. Like, like I agree with with Westoff. Like, you could not have asked for a better live feed. Like hour forty, whatever the hell we got. Like, I it, it's funny to me because y'all are saying like this is why you wouldn't apply for the show as a psych major. I love this crap. <laughs> I live for this crap. Like, this is exactly what I would want to be in the middle. Like, not in the middle of. But, like, I would love to be in the position that, like, FBJ had where you can just sit back and, like, eat some popcorn and just enjoy the show and, like, throw in your little two cents and 
kind of stir the pot a little bit, which is kind of, I kind of liked what she did a little bit. She kind of, you know, added some fuel to the flames and added, you know, kind of, kind of, what's it called? Like she kind of, she kind of provoked it. Like she was causing it to keep going and kind of, you know, what Charles said. I mean, even when you have like those unanimous votes to throw one rogue out there just to cause some Mm -hmm. chaos. I feel like that's what Bowie Jane was doing yesterday with those conversations. Um, but no, um, I think I also agree with Charles. I think Matt is probably top three best positions at the moment. Um, I would love Corey to win. I know he's not on my team. I don't care. I love Corey and what I wouldn't give for him to win this game. I do think that he will probably sit at that final three. Uh, probably him, Sari, and Matt, in my opinion, are probably in the best shape right now, even given what happened yesterday. Corey still came out of it looking pretty good because his stories were straight. He did not bully anybody. He checked Jared on his crap. He made Jared look like the fool. So like if, if you're Matt and Jag, what are the likelihood that you're going to want to work with Jared in the future? It's probably gone down since yesterday's little debacle. Um, Sari keeps saving people, which frustrates me that she needs to save jared but also at the same time it it, it, it's her it's her son if i was in the big brother house with my mother i would hope that she would also advocate for me (laughs) so not to say i'd be no go win your fucking money not not to be not to say i'd be a little (laughs) shit like jared's been because i'm smarter than that but i would hope that my own mother would advocate and like save my butt the way that you know cerise had to do for jared but no, I think it's been great. I think it's been fun. I'm glad that we're getting less unanimous votes, even though it was freaking eight to one. Um, still not great, but I'm waiting for a plurality vote. Oh, wait, we don't get those in Big Brother. Damn. All right. Well, <laughs> it's clearly too late for me. <laughs> uh, it's it. time to finish the Celsius. Yes. No. With that being said, this week was awesome. Our pod tonight was awesome. Hopefully, everybody's been following this season. Truthfully, I don't like a few of the people there, but it is a really good season overall. I think we do, in spite of some of the things I've said, where I feel like people haven't been playing. People have been playing the game for the most part, um, just not as aggressively as I would like um, for the guy that wants to see you know some things stirring up. But... If you're watching, please comment, love us, because we love talking to each other. And yeah, I can't wait until we get on again. I was going to say next week, but I don't know when that'll be since we're all crazy busy. But no, it's been real and we are out of here. Thanks, everyone.